It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. For the love of Pete, it's something you might say when your car gets damaged, but that won't get you the help you need for your vehicle. As someone named Jake, what you should be saying is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For help filing your claim 24-7, whether it's on the phone, online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. What's good, Wizards fans? It's your host, The Real Ed Oliver and Brandon Scott. Today, we're going to dissect and grade Denny Avdia's third season in the NBA with the Washington Wizards. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Download the game. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NBA for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, so we're going to get into Denny Obvious 2022-2023 season. Uh, we just want to talk about a couple of stats. Uh, we're going to get into uh, a grade for his third season with the Wizards. And also whether we think he's going to get a contract extension at the end of next season, because we know his contract uh, is, is a contract year for Denny. So it's a really, really big year for Denny Avia around next season. So we're going to start out. Uh, what was one key stat that stood out to you this season for this past season for Denny Avia? Well, to me, the key stat to me that stood out. And I'm the reason this stat stood out. Is because a lot of people say that with his ability to ball handle and his vision as a passer, why not give him a shot at maybe bringing the ball up? All right, so stat to me is turnovers per game, right? So Bradley Bill committed 2.9 turnovers per game, whereas Denny committed 1.6. So I think we all can agree that Bradley Bill <laughs> has had his issues with turnovers, you know, bouncing the ball off his foot. Um, there's, you know, especially in clutch time, which is just a no-no, especially for a guy in his tier as far as, you know, being that guy. So um, that's the stat that uh, stands out to me. The reason for that is um, obviously we're going to talk more in the offseason about potential moves, you know, but as far as where his place is in his organization, 
I think that they need to give him a lot more opportunities to bring the ball up, a lot more opportunities to be a you know a playmaker because his vision he has good vision as a passer. And you see that because there's a lot of times where, and we're going to talk about him driving the lane, but there's a lot of times where driving the lane, he you know dishes the ball out, you know he's finding people inside, so he has skills as as a you know passing the ball, and he has good vision. So, yeah, that's the that's the stat that stood out to me because, um, I think they need to get more out of Denny. Um, a lot of complaints that I've seen this off season as far as Denny Avia and how he fits with the Wizards and how he fits with the system under Weston Sell Jr. is a lot of people feel like he's mismanaged, not being used right. And to a certain degree, I actually agree. And, you know, if you look at the evolution of him playing in D.C. first, you know, uh, under Scott Brooks, you know, he's standing in the corner. So, you know, under West Sunset, he's he's been given the ball a lot more and having a lot more opportunities to be that playmaker. But I think that for him to be successful, I want to see him bring the ball up a lot more. And I want to see him playmake a lot more and really get the most out of his vision as a passer. Definitely 100%. And uh, we do want to, we'll probably talk about it at the end. Uh, Jake Fisher came out with a report about the GM surge with the Wizards. Uh, so we're going to talk about that probably for about a minute or two towards the end. Um, but yeah, no, that's a good point. I mean, a lot of people want to see him bring the ball up. A lot of people talk about him being a point guard. I, you know, it, it's it's challenging him, challenging for him to be a point guard because I remember one time he brought the ball up as a point guard and Javon Carter for the Bucks, who's one of the best defenders uh, in the NBA. Uh, probably the top half in, in the NBA, he, uh, Denny had to turn his back to him because he couldn't, he could barely get the ball up because little guys like that, they're, they're pesky. They get up under him. They're trying to swipe the ball away. So it was just hard for him to bring the ball up, but that's, that's, that is, that is a good point there. Now, of course, Brad, you know, he has a higher usage than Denny. He dribbles the ball a lot more. So he's going to have more turnovers and, you know, Brad in the clutch, he struggles with turnovers too. Um, but yeah, I think Denny initiating the offense. I mean, he saw some of the games where, you know, Brad was out or Kuzma was out and he had more ball handling, uh, responsibilities um that celtics game uh where brad and and, and coos were out and him Porzingis were playing really well where denny was able to find open shooters and denny was just being more aggressive himself anyway and after the trade deadline you know when he had his turbo moments uh, he looked like a good guy that was getting the rebound pushing it bringing the ball up that's what we saw in fiba where he just had control um, and he was that point forward for israel overseas so that is the role that would best suit him uh, but it's just hard for him to do that because, of course, you know, you had, you had Brad, you had Zingas, you had Kuz, so you had the solid three. Of course, those guys are going to have the ball in their hands for the most part. And when Denny started out uh, as the starting three, the small forward, he kind of was that catch-and-shoot kind of guy where they kind of – was kind of in the corner again like Scott Brooks where he just didn't get many opportunities to really handle the ball like that. Yeah, I mean, he, my thing is this also, and then here's another point to the dynamic of what we're talking about is that it it, it it helps Brad out. You know, it, it, we don't have to depend so much on him on the offense on Bradley Bill. You know, I think that, bring you know, giving him more responsibility with, with bringing the ball up, you know, like you said, under certain matchups, and I think that's the biggest key to this, it's not, you know, Weston Sale tends to kind of stick with lineups. And I'm not saying he should bring the ball up every game because when going against these pesky guards, man, yeah, he's, he's going to struggle. So under the right matchups, I think he should be able to do that. And we said it time and time again, man, when his offense flows to KP or Kuz, depending on where they go next year, but um, it, it flows smoother, man. It's, just, it's, it's a smoother offense because Bradley Bell, I, I, I think we need him to step back and be that shooting guard, be the scorer. Don't focus on bringing the ball up. Don't focus on being trying to be a point guard. Just focus on being that scorer because that's, that's what got him paid. You know, look, Bradley Bill didn't get paid for for his his vision as a passer, man. He he got paid because he's a scorer. 
So, you know, him getting back to that, that zone of being a scorer, I mean, I, th- I think it's a win-win for this franchise. I really do. If they go forward, you know, obviously there's a lot of what-ifs, man, because I get it. You know, the, you know, we're going into the offseason. We're in the beginning of the offseason. But um, but I think we all know that the likelihood of Bill being around long-term is 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 highly likely. likely. So, so yeah, to me, I want to see the ball more in Denny's hands because he's shown that he, he has some athleticism. He can play make. He has great vision. And, you know, we're going to talk about it in a little bit, but when he adds that shot, man, he could be a weapon. It's just, you know, he's got to work on his game a little bit this offseason. And and driving the lane is one of those goals that, you know, he's got to get better at driving in the lane with some confidence. You know, because, again, we said it's all season, man, that he a lot depends on his confidence level. You know, when he has a high level of confidence, he's a highly productive player. When his confidence is low, you know, you see a different player in Denny, man. So, uh, and like I said, I'm going to get into that because there's one of my keys with him. But, you know, he's he's got a lot to work on. But I think that if he really puts time into his game this offseason, he can really have a really good year next year, man. A really sneaky, productive year for this team, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So you're going to get more into Denny. Uh, but before we do get into that, today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful. Buying tickets to the D.C. Defenders. I know the games have been packed lately because they're in the playoffs, but game time will make it easier to get D.C. Defenders t- defenders tickets for sure. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near, near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Flash deals and last-minute tickets, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. Images of seat views, lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, and job loss protection, etc. as well. Uh, forget forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The game time app guarantees guarantee means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less. Game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without the stress of the game time. Download the GameTime app, create a, an account, and use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code using LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. Hey, guys. It's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus. It's Rick and Lotto. What is your first listen every day? Every day is tomorrow on the show. We will grade Corey Kispert for the 2022-2023 season. All right, so the stat that stood out to me, I just looked on StatMuse. Now StatMuse is charging people now for uh, looking up stats and stuff. There's like a paywall on that. But uh, looking at games without Bradley Bill this season, uh, you know, I'm not just saying, uh, you know, negative stuff about Brad and, and comparing Denny, but 
games without Brad, and then I could look up numbers without Kuz as well. Um, Denny averaged 11 points per game without Bradley Bill, and then when Brad played, he averaged eight points a game. Uh, Denny also averaged seven boards a game without Brad this season, and then with Brad, he averaged 5.9. And then he averaged four assists per game without Brad, and then he averaged two assists with Brad this year. So it, it just shows his usage goes down and that he does take a step back. Um, you know, I just want to see how he plays with Brad. You know, can he be successful with Brad? Can he be successful with Porzingis? Now, seeing him play with Porzingis, that Celtics game, he had 25 points, and he played really well against Jason Tatum, against Jalen Brown. Uh, of course, he's taking that backseat to Bradley Bill, but can you do this when everybody's there, when everybody's healthy? I really like the way he played in that last stretch of the game, and then Tommy Shepard brought up um, Denny playing without Rui. So it's just like, why does somebody have to leave or somebody has to be out for Denny to be successful? And step up and reach his full potential. So I want to see him reach his full potential when they have a full roster. Or um, are they going to consolidate and trade one of the solid three? Like what moves is the new GM going to make? Are they going to keep Denny Avdia? Is he still going to be on the roster this uh, next season? Because, you know, he could be a trade piece to upgrade at the point guard position. You know, who knows? Uh, but I just noticed that when, you know, somebody's always out, that's when Denny steps out. Now, Denny had a really good season rebounding the ball. He had 20 boards in one game. I uh, had a couple of double doubles in, here and there. I thought he was more of a physical re- rebound in the Chris Evans Brzingis at times. So that's something that I really liked. And when he does rebound the ball and push, I think that's when he's at his best. Um, pushing, dishing, and diming, throwing lobs to Gafford, throwing lobs to um, Porzingis as well. I think they have a really good one-two punch. Him and Porzingis have a really good uh, chemistry. And you talked about working out this offseason. He worked out with Drew Hanlon. Another stat that stood out to me was his three-point percentage and how it got worse. Um, this offseason, going into the offseason last year, I was like, yeah, he's going to improve his three-point percentage. And somehow it got worse. He shot 31% from the three his rookie year, 31% from three his sophomore year, and then 29% the three-point line so that that was really um concerning for me and you know he said this offseason he wants to work on his left hand and finishing around the rim um so that is something that he has to really really work on shooting the ball so um and there was a point where he was starting they took him out because he's just he was a liability at the from the three-point line teams weren't even guarding him there was one game against the lakers where lebron just wouldn't even go out there and guard denny so that's something he he definitely has to work on this offseason yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing with Denny and really with all these young guys, man, is that two factors. Number one, you know, we got to know what the, the vision is going forward for this franchise because, again, if they go forward with the solid three, then he's a trade piece because why would you extend him? But then if it's a rebuild or if you're trying to retool, then it makes more sense to potentially extend him. So it all depends on what the vision is, what whoever the new general manager that comes in, what his vision is for, is for this franchise. But two, and more importantly, is, you know, roles. Not just for him, but for everybody on the roster. We, they got to define what roles are. You know, like I said, the role for Bradley Bill, and like I said, I'm not going to harp on Brad, you know. That's a whole other conversation. I, I believe, you know, he, he did, you know, we're not talking about Brad. So, but it's, so it's, it's nothing against Brad, but I believe that Bradley Bill, when he sits back and he's that scoring Bradley Bill, that Bradley Bill that we love to watch, the score, then it, it makes – it's so much better for everybody around him. You know, KP, Kuz, and Denny Avia, you know, when everybody eats. And that and that's what's so surprising about um, the usage rate and a lot about, you know, with Bill being the guy bringing the ball up is that, you know, he was the one that came up with the, the slogan, everybody eats. And then now <laughs> a lot of people are hungry a little bit on the office end. So, you know, it's just it, we got to define roles, man. You know, let him be the scorer and define, you know, who's going to do what in his offense. Because if we go out and get a point guard, then, you know, 
what is Denny's role then? You know, if we go out here and we get a, a point guard, then what's you know, it's so I think there's a lot of dynamics in, in this, you know, defining roles and what is the vision for this franchise because it is really hard to determine because again, we don't have a general manager right now, and you know, we don't really know right now what the vision is. You know, we right now we're thinking that we're gonna have the solid three back. It may be a whole different roster in a couple of months. So it just it, it really depends, man. But and it really affects Denny a lot as far as where he is and where his career goes. But um, we I mean, we know what he can do. Defensively, he's a stopgap. He can he can defend at a high level. We we know we talk about his vision, his ball handling, and you know, he has improved his confidence in driving the lane. Now, one thing he needs to improve on other outside of three-point shooting is finishing through contact. You know, it's, it's sometimes, man, he it looks like he shies away from contact. You know, he needs to work on finishing through contact. But, you know, obviously a three-point shot, man. Um, cause another thing, consistent dog. You know, we talked about it not too – you know, the fact that his confidence level determines what kind of dinner you're going to get from the night to night. You know, be consistent. Have that dog in him because he's shown that, look, he's a little cocky when he's, when he's got confidence. You know, he's doing that a little too short, you know, the X factor, all that. So, you know, he's got some dog in him, man. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's got to be consistent. You know, bring that dog every night, man. You know, the thing about the NBA is your shot's not going to drop every night, but you can't let you, your confidence go down, man. You got to keep rolling. That dog, Jordan Goodwin, that's a great example. Jordan Goodwin. Because Jordan Goodwin is not these guys, one of these guys going to light up the, the, the stat sheet. But, you know, his effort is, is is highlight. You know, he he brings a dog every night. And that's what I want to see from Denny, man. Bring that dog every single night. You know, bring that bring that confidence every night. And I think that if he can be consistent on that end, and, and one more thing, maturity. And I'm going to say this. I, I do mm-hmm. think he is a high-character guy. But when I say maturity is this, complaining to the refs. Yeah. He's got to minimize on that. You know, you, you know, you can't sit there and complain and, and sit down on the other side of the end of the court and complain to the refs. Look, take your licks, keep it moving. That comes along with maturity. And, and, and you know, so outside of that, man, I just want to see improvement. Work on your game this offseason. And I believe with, you know, if, he, if his confidence can stay up, if he can stay consistent, and he really works on his offensive tool bag, man. It could be a breakout year for Denny Avia, but he's got to work on his game. Yeah, um, the point about maturity as well, complaining to the refs, yeah, he, he certainly has to work on that. Um, there's just too many times. And there's a lot of times where he is fouling people, he's still complaining to the ref. It's like, Denny, you had your hands on it, you're being a little too physical. And in the league, this is how the league is called. Like when he was guarding Shea Gillis, Alexander, that whole Thunder game, yes, Shea Gillis, Alexander was getting a lot of calls. But you just can't keep complaining to the refs. And in that Thunder game where we lost, he made a tough layup, but he complained to the ref because he thought he wanted the and one. And guess what? Shea Gilders Alexander took the ball to the court and threw it. I think it was Lou Dort or somebody. They got a wide open layup, and we lost that game by what, like three points? That yes, was sir. a huge thing in the game. And I didn't blame that loss on Denny, but that was one of the maturity factors right there. It was like, hey, man, you make a layup, get back up, don't celebrate get back on defense. So that, that's, that's a huge part. Like you said, finishing the confidence, the mentality, having that dog in you, the physicality, the turbo games, yeah, he was pushing guys off, getting to the basket. Yes, it's a push off, but I just love the physicality. So another stat too with Kuzma too, instead of just harping on Brad, without Kuz, uh, Denny averaged 14 points a game uh, in 14 games without Kyle Kuzma. He averaged seven boards. That's, he had 25 and 10 in the Boston game, 21 and 11 in the Spurs game. Uh, double-double, 15 points, 10 boards against Orlando. Had another double-double without Kuz. 20 points and 13 boards against Charlotte. Another double-double. So when he played without Kuz, he was a double-double machine. Um, and then the whole Rui thing, he averaged seven points with Rui this year, and he averaged seven points uh, without 
uh, Rui Hachimura as well. So that um, he averaged eight points. Not much of a difference, like Tommy Shepard said. So uh, <laughs> with that whole thing, so we're gonna get into um, next. We're gonna get into do we think he's gonna get a contract ext- extension and in, in the grade for Denny's season? We'll wrap it up. But before we do, we'll get a quick word from Brandon. Yes, sir. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, and you're wondering how does it work? Well, you pick two to six players, and if they go score more or less than their Prize Picks project- projections. You can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. That is right. Repeat. You can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize picks offers projections on any sport that you can watch. This includes the NBA, the NFL, Major League Baseball, the NHL, PGA Golf, college football, men's and women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, eSports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, cricket, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. Is that easy? Safe and fast. Withdrawals currently operational over 30 states and our neighbors to the north in Canada. Download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. If you deposit 50, Prize Picks will give you 50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on to sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100 at Prize Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast, and being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Yes, sir. So, uh, do you? Th- what was what was your grade for Denny this this season? Woo! <laughs> um, I gave him a B. I gave him yeah. a B. Um, I did see progress, but the shot, man, he's he's got to he's got to work on that shot, man. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that, it, it is a perimeter centric league. I mean, you know, you got bigs out here shooting shot three point shots, so he's got to work on the shot because it's just. You know, that's the way the game is, man. Is it, it like I said, it's a perimeter driven league. So he's got to work on a shot. You know, he's got to really work on his mentality, keeping that dog in him, man. Even if you're having an off shooting night, have that dog mentality, that mamba mentality. Um, and, and like I said, uh, complaining to the refs, uh, maturity and driving the lane through contact and with confidence. I mean, look, he, he posterized a few people this year. I'm just saying. So mm-hmm. he's got the ability to do it. It's just, again, confidence. But and one thing I did I failed to mention is keeping up what he already does well. You know, work on your game, but keep that dog on defense because that's look that's his mo and his vision. You know, definitely keep that. But yeah, I, I gave him a B, man. I think you know he he improved in some ways, but then obviously with the shot. So yeah, kind of middle ground. I gave him a B. Mm, yeah, kind of mid. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. B B minus. 
Um, I thought defensively, you know, he always gives good effort. Uh, multi guards, multiple yards, one through five, gives the met uh, probably the most effort. Delon Wright, you can argue Jordan Goodwin, but you know, as far as sliding his feet and stepping up and and trying to challenge the best score on the other team, he always steps up and takes that challenge. So I give him credit for that. Uh, the turbo stretch was really good, but then he had a stretch where he's really struggled. And then towards the end of the year, he was really good when Brad and Kuzma sat out. Um, so there's just a lot of inconsistency. Like you said, the three-point shooting, 29% from three is just super underwhelming, very disappointing, especially after training with Drew Hanlon. He was supposed to improve in that department. Um, in FIBA, he kind of shot the three ball kind of well, but, you know, he didn't really shoot many of them. Um, and him just being a liability on the court just because he can't shoot the three, that was that was disappointing as well. Um, and the fact that, you know, he was starting and they had to move him out of the lineup and they decided – West Central Jr. decided to put Gafford in the starting lineup just because – of that reason. Um, so that was a concern. Uh, I think he's just better suited to come off the bench as well. And then it's just, it's just up in the air. I don't know how the GM, the new GM is going to feel about him, whether they want to move forward with him or not, or use him as, as a trade piece. Um, and, you know, just thinking back when Tommy Shepard even drafted him, you know, how was he a good fit next to Bradley Bill when he needs the ball in his hands to be successful? He needs to be that point forward to be successful. He's not a guy that really, um, like Corey Kisper, where he's just a shooter. He's moving out the ball and can do things and not need the ball in his hands. Denny's at his best when he has the ball and he's pushing it. Uh, but to give him a great yeah, like all the points that you hit on, the complaining to the refs, putting your head down when you're not playing well. I thought he did a little bit better than that than last year, um, celebrating a little bit when you score and not getting back on defense. Um, Offensive game, he started to dunk the ball a little bit more. Still needs to finish a little bit better. Right now, uh, three feet to 10 feet away from the basket, he shot 42%, which was like eighth or 10th worst on the team. Uh, behind Brad, behind Kuz, behind Monte Morris, behind Kispert, behind Porzingis, of course, behind Gafford, of course. All those guys, you know, shot better than him around that range. So he still needs to improve uh, in finishing around the rim, too. So, um, yeah, I'm going to run a B, B minus maybe even C plus at times, just kind of a mid tier season, really good. and would tease you at times. And then he would just kind of go from turbo and slow down and kind of get back down to earth. I mean, you know, the problem with him was with the whole team consistency. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I swear to God, I, I've said, I've said that word so many times this year, consistency, very inconsistent team overall. And, you know, looking at Denny, man, it's just, he mirrors the team overall. It's just a very inconsistent, like you said, on a good night, He's he plays well, you know. He's he's dominant, but then when it, when that confidence is low, man, it's a completely different player, completely different player. So, you know, he's really got to work on his game. He's got to work on his offensive game because, like I said, defensive wise, he's there. You know, with the vision for his position, he's got he, he's a good passer for his position. But you know, he's got to work on his offensive repertoire, man. Especially you know because depending on the vision for this team depends on how much responsibility he has. If they go through a retool. There's going to be a lot of responsibility on his shoulders, man, especially if he wants to earn that bag. You know, he's going to have to step up because, again, it's just – it's really tough to kind of plan because you just don't know what this new GM is going to come in and do. You know, Bob Myers might come in and go through a full rebuild, whereas, you know, another GM might come in and try to go around – you know, build around a solid three. So you just don't know. And, you know, another dynamic to that is how much rope is Ted Leonsis going to give the new GM. But that's a whole other conversation. But, mm-hmm. you know, Denny, I think – you know, no pun intended, but the ball is in his court. He, you know, it, it behooves him to work on his game because this is a invo- very important offseason for him. This is a contract year. So regardless if you're going to be in a Wizards uniform or not, you're playing for your next contract. So it behooves him to work on that game because, again, whether it's in the 202 or if it's somewhere else, 
he's got to he's got to work on his offensive game. And I believe that a lot of that has to do with mentality. He's got to have the dog mentality. You know, offensively, he's got to be a dog. And if he keeps that mentality, man, he you will see a different player next year. So, yeah, definitely needs to work on a mid-range game and in-between game for sure. And of course, the uh, three-point game and left hand fizz around the room. So yeah, he's got a lot to work on. Um, and he's not going to be playing in FIBA this year, so he's just going to be focusing on his game. I won't get too excited about any workout videos, any you know hype stuff over the all season. I'm just not going to get prescribed to it. But I'm going to love to see him working out. You know, I won't watch any Instagram videos or Instagram post stories, stuff like that. Uh, from him but um rebound gets an a for me um just quickly do you think he gets a contract extension after this season do you think he'll be here in 2024 or 2025 oh man and before we move on i'm uh, talking about the videos if we went off videos man we would still be believing that ben simmons could shoot a three-pointer so i'm just saying <laughs> don't go off the videos man the videos will lie to you um will he get an extension again man that's hard because you know you just don't know the vision like i said as all right, my perspective is if I'm the general manager, if I move forward with Kyle Kuzma, uh, KP, and Bill, I don't see where you can afford to extend Denny. Because you're really, I mean, especially where's Ted Leonsis and all this? Does he want to go into the luxury? Is he, you know, where's his head and all this? Because, again, with this core going forward, you're already dangerously close to a lot, uh, not, not the luxury tag. So it, it just depends on what the vision is. Because um, if they rebuild or retool, yeah, I can see him being extended. I can see them having kind of a long-term place in D.C. But, you know, again, with Kyle Kuzma on the roster, I just don't see any wiggle room for, for us to extend Denny Afia. And I think he does have enough value to where we can get something to return in, in the trade market. I think he does have trade value. Now, does he have more or less than Corey Kispert at this point? You know, again, I, you know, I mentioned earlier, this is a perimeter-centric league, man. You know, Corey Kispert very <laughs> – could have more value just because of his three-point shot and his, his ability to cut. You know, his his offensive repertoire is, is a lot more advanced than Denny's, man. But on the flip side, you know, we, we know Corey Kispert ain't a defensive guy like Denny. So it just depends. It really depends on the new general manager. And that's why I'm I'm hoping they hurry up and sign somebody, man. Because <laughs> if we, we just, you know, we we got to – because, we're, hey, we're getting close to that time, man. You know, mm-hmm. we're getting close to the draft. So, you know, we've got to really figure out what we're trying to do because right now we are a ship without a rudder. We're just floating around, <laughs> so this we need a direction here. So I think that 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 question, man, is an outstanding question. I th- I just think it really is better answerable in maybe two weeks a month from now when we have a GM because right now we just don't know what the the long term vision is for this team. So yeah. right, yeah, and we're gonna get to the GM talk. We're actually gonna get into that next episode. Um, but yeah, Denny, right now uh, it, it's up in the air. I would have I probably bet on no. Uh, for the contract extension, but uh, after the season, but yeah, we're gonna get into uh, we're gonna wrap it up for today. I just want to thank you guys for making Lockdown Wizards your first listen every day. Now, for your to, for every dayers tomorrow on the show, we're gonna talk about Corey Kispers grade, and we will talk about the GM search for sure tomorrow. So, just want to thank you guys for rocking with us. Make sure you guys subscribe and hit the notification bell. Hell to the Wizards, peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad. Free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.